0: This table talk is made possible by Mighty With Migraine, a newsletter from TheMighty.com. I'm Kat, and I am joined by... I'm Ashley. I'm Camera, And I'm Jess. And today we are talking about the question, get ready for it everyone, so when are you having kids? Um, this was the topic of our newsletter this week, but it's an even bigger topic and something that I definitely feel passionately and bittersweetly emotional about which i'll get into later but really this topic was inspired by our friend jordan davidson she's an award-winning health journalist and her book just came out which is very exciting it's called so when are you having kids um it is i don't know i don't know how to describe it but it's basically like the best version of self-help you could possibly get it tackles issues about raising kids and having kids or not having kids through a lens that not a lot of books do. Um, It talks about societal pressure, what makes you a good parent, um, whether or not climate change, whether or not financial situations, whether or not genetics and disability and rare disease and chronic illness, mental illness affect your want or ability to have kids. So if you are interested in the book, you should go to SoWhenAreYouHavingKids.com proud to be Jordan. Thank you for inspiring today's topic. Um, Ashley, you were actually interviewed for the book. So tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, when when Jordan kind of posted on socials that she was doing interviews with anyone who was interested, I'm like, I want to because this is a conversation that I've had kind of several times in different, uh, different lights over the years. So You know, some of the things that we talked about, um, you know, I haven't directly been asked that question, but one of the assumptuous I call it because that one is really assumptuous because it says like, you are having kids, right? The ones that I've been asked or have been kind of told about is, you know, you'll understand when you have kids, which again, is just like a very assumptuous thing. And I just that feels just as like icky to me. But you know, when we were talking about it, I really talked about how health is probably one of the major factors for me as to why um, this is something I'm not super interested in personally. So I had thyroid cancer, which is something that can be passed down. Um, I have bipolar disorder, which is genetic. And both of those things have made my life really difficult. And I don't know if that's something that I want to pass on to a future generation. And I've been called selfish for having that thought. But for me, it's, it's a combination of like, do I really want to start my kid's journey quality of life out in a in a tough spot and then also like i know when i'm having really rough days whether it is with the chronic illness symptoms whether it's with the mental health symptoms i can barely take care of myself you know a kid needs that constant attention that i don't know i can provide i don't know that's kind of just some of my experience
2: and some of the things we talked through
0: camera what about you your feelings about this question have you ever been asked it
2: Yeah, no, I I definitely relate to what Ashley was saying about like having that like, oh, I don't want to pass on different things. Like I have ADHD and anxiety and I've seen that passed down from my parents to me and I'm grateful for everything that I have and my family and to be here. But I, I don't know if I want to be passing on all of that to a future child. I haven't made my decision whether I'm having kids or not. I've always thought I wanted them and it hasn't been till recently that I've I've seen a lot of my friends get pregnant. I've seen a lot of people get pregnant, and I've seen postpartum anxiety and depression and learned about all the different conditions that come with that and how much attention and time a child needs. It for me, being asked that like I'll I'll have family be like, well, you'll you'll want them when you're with the right person. You'll want them when you're older. Once once you're settled down, you'll want them. And I'm like, maybe, but Maybe not. Why are why are we assumed that that's the only way? Like, I don't know the decision I'm going to make yet. I I think either way will be fine. But why do we have to decide that whether it's from a health perspective or not? Like there are a lot of valid reasons to to be weighed.
0: I call that the college to marriage to child pipeline.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: Yes, and for some reason, this culture—I feel like everyone believes that that is the pipeline you have to follow. Also, it's not anyone else's business whether or not you have kids. Why do people? Yeah, probably feel like, should have led with that, right? <laughs> like, uh, the, I'm sitting here going, why should anyone care what you do with your life? Um, Jess, I would love to hear your your opinions, thoughts, how health has had an impact on the idea of children and, and raising kids.
3: Yeah, I um. You know, I don't, I don't really get asked, when are you having kids? I do have a son. And my partner and I both have a history of cancer. And so people don't generally um, ask questions in that vein of thought. But I do um, I do also have PCOS. And so one of the really big conversations in the PCOS community, any, you know, pretty much anywhere you go on the internet or um, anytime you go to a doctor or you meet someone in real life and it's either about your weight or it's about your fertility. And if you're not trying to get pregnant, then the doctor's like, oh, well, let's put you on birth control. I have plenty of reasons not to. I choose not to. And so getting that management for my condition when I'm not actively looking to get pregnant, I don't want to be pregnant, it's not something that I want right now, um, makes it really difficult to get treatment for something that is considered by the medical community a fertility diagnosis when it's actually an endocrine disorder. And I will not go off on a tangent about that, but <laughs> it's a really big conversation topic within the PCOS community that, um, you know, a lot of times centers around having children and fertility. And one of the things that, you know, I see so many people who with like their hearts breaking over and over and over again, because they feel like they have to fit in that pipeline, that college to marriage to child pipeline. And they spend years with their hearts breaking because they do want children and, you know, if they want children, then, you know, that's their choice to have them. But I see their hearts breaking over and over because that's all we really know about this diagnosis is that it affects fertility. One of the things people don't think about when they ask that question, when are you having kids or anything along those lines is all of the other stuff going on in people's lives that they don't know about and don't need to know about. And it is none of their business to know. Like, Random people, even, you know, nobody you don't want to know, think even if you're family, it's not their right to know unless you want them to know. And so I think people, I think they often mean well um, and they don't realize that there's so much else going on behind the decisions that, that we make about our health and about fertility and about children. And And it's, you know, it's a really big decision and I'm really glad we're talking about it because, yeah it's a
1: big deal. I just want to say one thing. And I, uh, you know, you, you said mean well, and I think someone can mean well, but as a society, we can do better, right? So they can mean yes. well, but like, we need to recondition the way that we talk about it, because that's not a question that most people, unless there's somebody who's like, Really I I know people who like really early on in life, like that's one of their goals. And that's great. That's the person you ask that question to is because they've expressed that want and desire and have shared that information and that part of their life with you. You do not offer that question to them if none of those conversations have happened, starting with
3: them. And I would say like I absolutely agree, and like yes and <laughs> I love to say that around here. Um, but like yes and if someone has previously told you they want kids and you haven't heard them talk about it recently, don't ask. Because it could be that they're going through something or they've changed their mind or it's no longer even like part of what they're thinking about. And if they're not offering it up, like
0: it's none of your business. I feel like that's kind of happened with me. This is this is actually the first time I've publicly spoken about this. So I'm having I'm having lots of feelings, which is probably why I chose this newsletter and why I care so much about Jordan's book. But like I I want to be a mom so bad. And it is so hard for me that I'm likely not going, I mean, th- I'm in my mid thirties. So we we all know what that means from a, you know, biological standpoint, but like, I do not really get to like make this choice. Like my health made it for me. And I think that that is really difficult. I would have to come off all of my meds. And my meds are the only reason, like, I can make money or cook dinner or take a shower. Um, and I just, it's not fair. I've finally come to the conclusion that it's not fair to me, which sounds weird because I want kids, but it's not fair to me. But like, then I stop taking care of myself to try and take care of another human being who I so desperately want to give everything, but I don't have much to give to others. And it was very, very hard to realize that. And it's very, very painful when people ask me and I also get very, it's very hard when people believe that, like, they get to have an opinion on something that is my choice. Like, for instance, I've gotten comments like, oh, you don't need to go off all your meds. I'm sure you'd be able to be on that. It's like, no, I've had this conversation with my doctor. i very, no, I can't, you know, go down to a certain dosage without functioning. So <sighs> it's very hard and people don't. They don't think about all the things that, like, equate to it. Like, do my parents want me to have kids so they can have grandchildren? Sure. But they don't actually have to, like, children them and parent them and give them what they need while also taking care of very extreme health conditions. So take care when we ask that question to each other, everyone. Maybe don't even ask it at all. How about we start there? That's great. Let's not ask that question at all unless someone offers it up independently. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great starting place.
3: I really appreciate that, like, that you shared that with us. Um, especially, like you said, this is your first time sharing. And I think that's, um, I don't know, I just want to send you hearts through our, <laughs> through our chat right now.
0: Thank you all for letting me have my, my moment there. I realized when I was writing this newsletter that I could actually, like, say a lot more about it. And, like, one thing, one day I think I'll be able to, like, sit down and coherently put together my thoughts. I just think it's really raw right now because I'm kind of, you know, that mid thirties is such a special time where you're like, it's here, it's time, (laughs) gotta make a decision. But I am curious if we have any tips for people who are asked the question or children are brought up in a way, aside from you should not ask it at all, any, any retorts, any actual advice on how to handle it?
3: I'm a big fan of, you know, that's none of your business. And people people don't like that response, of course. Um, So, you know, judge your your receiver accordingly before using that um, if it'll make your life harder. But I'm a big fan of that. It's none of your business.
0: I tend to remove myself from the situation. Because that, that question, like, so part of what I've had to do, and like, in one way, I'm very thankful I have a small family, because you can't bring up a conversation too many times when it's like people that you see a lot, like they're not, you know, they're not going to constantly bring it up. It's a little bit harder when you haven't seen one in a long time. Or, you know, it's a bigger gathering than normal, but I tend to, well, one thing everyone should know about me, one of my coping mechanisms is complete denial and walking away and not dealing with someone. So, what does that say about my conflict resolution skills? But I I literally I just leave, I leave the room, I leave the conversation, maybe I try changing the topic. Um, but I just do not allow myself to engage in something that's going to be very hurtful, because I don't owe them my story don't owe them any reasoning. Simple as that.
1: I mean, I personally have the benefit that I am a kind of quiet, reserved person, generally. So it's one of those things that I am perfectly comfortable with making people uncomfortable with my lack of response. So I am very happy if someone's going to ask me something like that to go say nothing. Because it'll sit there and they'll end up feeling more awkward at the end of the day than I will. And like, I know that's not necessarily a solution, but it's one of those things that like, if you're in a situation where you can't leave, you're in a situation where you don't want to retort because it could be an uncomfortable conversation. It could be hard for X, Y, and Z reasons. don't have to say anything you know just or just change the topic right like move on from it because you're not they're not getting that answer from you
2: i think i'm kind of lucky like living in like a a young like kind of la area people aren't really asking that as much as well as like my family like I'm an only child and my mom had me in her late 30s. So that's not usually something I have to deal with, thankfully. When family members that I haven't seen in a while that I'll re-engage with or people that I meet who are into the kid conversation will have that. I usually am just like, I'm I'm still a kid. Like, I'm in my late 20s, but I'm still a kid. I. What, what about you? When are you? I'm just kind of toss it back to them. If, if this is important to you, then let's talk about you because I don't have an answer for you. So let's let's go to you. <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> and then back to you, John. Yes. The old, the old toss it back. <laughs> so when are you having kids? You tell me. It, it's, a, it's a great deflective mechanism, but also like, yeah, you, you tell them back. That's uh, always a good interview style question. Well, thanks everyone for sharing. It's a really hard topic, but I think it's really good to kind of destigmatize the fact that like a lot of things go into decisions of whether or not you're having children. And, um, I also, I hadn't said this earlier, but if you are someone that lives with a health condition and you made the decision to have a child, I'm so happy for you. And one person's ability to have kids while living with health conditions is very, very different. And I know there's, is a lot of stigma with the idea that like, oh, I have X diagnosis. Maybe I'm less of a parent. Not true. But I also am sending lots of love to everyone who cannot have kids or has chosen not to have kids because of other reasons health or financial or societal aside so thank you everyone if you want more conversations like this subscribe to mighty with migraine by going to bit.ly slash migraine inbox that's b-i-t backslash m-i-g-r-a-i-n-e-i-n-b-o-x we shall see you in your inbox everyone bye 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 y'all